Welcome to the Unestablished Podcast, a podcast about the unexplained shenanigans of adulthood. Adulting is challenging, but with a little wine and an unfiltered conversation, we'll get through this together. Each week, we will discuss the perceptions of what it means to live the broke rich lifestyle as an unestablished adult. Living broke rich is not just about monetary assets. There are levels of this shit. Now, here are your hosts, Constance, Jawanda, and Monique. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode. Hey, friends. Hey, y'all. We are back. We are, we've been on hiatus. And it felt good. But, <laughs> I mean, it felt like something. I don't know what it felt. <laughs> but it was a little weird. Yeah. And then I got used to it. And then it was just, you know, life was happening anyway. So it was just like, fuck it. You know, let's just cancel this bitch too. <laughs> Put it on hold. <laughs> Take your it. You know. Mean. So... Yeah, it's fine. But we're back, you know, after 100 episodes, we're back to deliver hopefully 100 more at least. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, Lord. <laughs> Not fingers crossed. <laughs> <laughs> fingers crossed, bitch. <laughs> so how do you guys feel knowing Oof. that you've made it to 100 episodes? It's yeah. crazy as fuck to me. Seriously, it's weird. Very weird to think that we've made that much fucking content, mm-hmm. you know, and we've gotten that far. Not to say I never thought it would happen, but it almost right. seems like it happened so I quick. Mean, yeah. <laughs> like the time has passes by like, ooh, 100. How do we get I here agree. so quickly? It makes it should be It's just a reminder <laughs> that adulting come and goes. Like, one, it, if I have an issue today, it'll be over. Mm-hmm. And you know, next week it'll be like, oh, what, what the hell was I stressing about last week? <laughs> Right. Why were Girl, we mad that guest for real show though? Up? Things come and go. Oh, oh yeah. And then you see him on social media, and you'd be like, mm. "Box one, it's so bitch. good." All right. Well, <laughs> well, let's move on. Um, shut up, Moni. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can't say a word about her face. It's so loud right now. Okay, we're moving on. Um, these ladies want to talk about being unemployed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, so before we get to that, let's uh, get into the wine of the week. That's really not a wine of the week because we all got different things. So yeah. I actually have um, a tequila lemonade. Ooh. It's so delicious. Yes. And um, I've been using the blue carousel uh, every now and then. But I've learned that it can turn your poop a different color. Tequila? <laughs> no, oh, the blue oh, carousel. I'm that sorry. Blue, I was like, that blue out shit, of it. Wait, that blue wait, so what color does it take TMI. It? It's like a little green, like a dark green. Ew. You know how it is when you eat kale? <laughs> it's like that. It's yeah. giving blood in your in your stool. But it's not. No. It's not. It's not. I've had a ha- I had a habit when I tried this. <laughs> this what is it? Cookie Monster ice cream. It was blue as hell. And I took <laughs> shit and it was like, <laughs> I was like what the fuck is that? <laughs> 
like, what did I eat? But I didn't know it did. Yes. Yeah. It does. I was like, what I the fuck did. did I eat, bro? I was like, I did not have like kale or collars or anything like mm. that. Like, why is it like this? <clears throat> no, imagine your That's shit true. being black and you already right sick. Bitch, I thought I was dying. Ooh! Remember we were in DC? Well, I would think <laughs> you were dying too. Oh. Was it the pickle bitch yes. that did it? Yes. My shit was black. I said, what in mm-hmm. the hell? I had never seen anything like that before. That's Girl, it was, does that I for sure. For you. I just knew I was done. I did not know I it did that. Lord, <laughs> Monique was ready to go on to glory that day. She was ready to give her Lord, give her body to the Lord. <laughs> but yeah, that's what I'm drinking. You would think I would stop using the um, using it, but it's in my cup. You know, now that I know why, you know. It. I was about to say, now that you know what it is, I mean, mm-hmm. carry on. But that was really good. I don't know why. Has Espelon changed its its uh its recipe? Because I just don't remember it being that it smooth before. It's always been that smooth. I think, I think a Is lot it? of times we would get it last minute and it wouldn't be really chilled. It would be more hot. Mm. So oh, we would like shoot it hot. Good, so boy. that was kind of was like a problem. But when you shoot it, when you shoot it chilled... Well, it is so good. And I just feel like it has like this hint oh of like lime or something. And it just, yeah. I just haven't found anything it like it. It was scarily mm-hmm. smooth. Because that's all I was drinking at the party. Straight up. Espelon and lemonade and like mm-hmm. a little bit of cranberry juice. Oh my God. And I was just floating. You know? I wasn't drunk, but I was floating. <laughs> yeah. Good times. Oh, we can talk about that too. I'm sorry, I digress. At some point. <clears throat> yeah, we'll talk. Yeah, we'll get to that. Mo, what you got in your um, cup? Oh, Constance, you gonna say what you got in your cup? Oh, well, I, I, as we still on the topic, I'm drinking that good old box <laughs> wine. I took- <laughs> and <laughs> I is- forgot I had. <laughs> like, it was just sitting in my refrigerator, and I saw Mo, and I said, Man, I bet that's that box wine. I was like, bitch, you got box wine in the refrigerator that you uh-huh, ain't open uh-huh. yet. And it's good, too. And a little sweet white, and I told Monique earlier, I got real excited because, like, I popped it open because all I've had is, like, the small mm-hmm. bottles of box wine. So, when I popped it out, popped the little spout out, it was, like, open and went, woof, mm. like a little spigot. <laughs> 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 it was like the old days, you know, you drink water out the hose, mm. except it's wine. Okay. It was great. But, yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, I feel like Frangia is a really, um, reliable brand to take to like the cookout, the beach, quite, and everybody just pour mm-hmm. from the little spigot, and everybody happy. Like, why we never yeah, thought yeah. to do that when we went to Clearwater? Well, I'm not. You know, that's you know, a good I question. think we were just. I don't know. I don't know if we just been too bougie mm-hmm. to think of box wine first. I, I I really think we just think of mm-hmm. wine. We think of bottles. We don't. We don't get to the box, and, then, and it's a and problem. Then we don't we even have to worry about if it was screw top or not because we could just, you know, hit the spigot, sit it in the cooler, and let it go. Seriously, like all you gotta do is <laughs> take that little bag out, hit that spigot, throw that whole back in there. You yeah. even yeah, box. So I'm drinking you. the Franzia Chillable Red. Um, it's like a sweet, light body red wine. I could definitely like buy this again. I, th- I can't remember the other one. Bitch, you ain't bought it the first time. Hold on. I said, buy this again. I didn't say <laughs> it was bought by me the first time. You tried it. So, Jawanda gave us <laughs> box wines 
at the party. Oof. And we'll get to the details later. But yeah, so this was a nice surprise that I didn't know I needed. Because I've been able to drink it Monday through Friday and have no issues. It's like perfect for everyday drinking. Oh, really? Okay. I like that for you. I love that for you. Very nice. Very yes. nice. Okay. Well, let's get into the subject of being unemployed. As we all want to go first. Point, there's no shame. <laughs> it, yeah. It, it bees like that. And it's. It bees like that. Sometimes Constance, have happens. you ever been like unemployed, like, like unintentionally? Nah. I mean, kind of. And like, I was never truly unemployed. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I didn't know where the fuck I was going to go. I had been um, let go from one place, but they reassigned me oh, because right. they basically knew mm-hmm. what they were doing when they was, what was illegal. Yes, um, but I didn't know it because I was young and crazy. So, yeah. So, my story of semi-unemployment would be uh, my very first year of teaching, which I'd never really truly mentioned because it was only like half of a year. <laughs> so straight out of college, I got um, hired at this school in uh, Columbia, in like mm-hmm. Northeast Columbia. And um, from what I could tell, it was just like, it was no support really. Not for me specifically, there was really no support there. There was no help from anybody. It was just a lot of bullshit. Um, and it, a lot of things just didn't make sense, especially for a very brand new first year teacher who wasn't used to this type of schedule that they did. Anyway, <clears throat> long story short, they um, brought me in like, what was it, the day before Christmas break and told me that I was no longer going to be working at the school, but um, they were going to have me do like small group instruction uh, at a different school that was literally like five minutes away from this school in the same district or some shit. And I, it just threw me all the way off. And it really made me question at first whether teaching was for me. And this was in 2014. But I remember that point yeah. in your life. And then after that, I was. Yeah, that was a crazy weird. point in your life. Um, the whole, whole life. I mean, I didn't, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everything was it's a wild the piece time of, of the transition My from being employed event. to unemployed. Like I wanted to talk about the support that we seek. And for mm. you, Constance, I know it's the support that you should have received, not necessarily that you were seeking it, but given like the circumstances of your life and where you were then you should have received better support from your significant other. Um, and for me, mm-hmm. like when I went through my transition, I relied yeah. on family. And I know that mo- we all have that that option, yeah. but not everybody has that that opportunity. Yeah. For real. Yeah. And I, it, it was rough. Like, I guess I thought it would be fine, but it just really sh- it rocked my world, bro. Especially during that time mm-hmm. where I had like mm-hmm. a plan for my life. And it expected these specific milestones, everything to go according to plan and be right. And that hit me. I was like, what the fuck? 
It's not like I didn't ask a million people for fucking help and to come watch me, come help me, come give me notes. Like, what do I need to do? I'm confused about this. And no one really helped me. But then they fired me. And it's like, well, what the fuck? What, what the fuck? And then they slid another bitch in as soon as she graduated in December. And then it kind of let me know, okay, well, you were just putting in a placeholder until she graduated. And you just made up some excuse to let me go. And I guess because the principal had been there so long, I don't know what type of pool she had in there. But it must have been pretty serious. It must have been real serious. I remember um, when I went in for that final meeting, I refused to cry in front of her. I refused to cry, even though that's all I wanted to do. And I took like a notebook in there to write down everything to make sure I knew exactly what was happening and I questioned things. And when she told me that I was going to get be paid the same, right a thumbs up <laughs> and like she was i heard later she was like so annoyed about it and i was like good i don't care if that was evil that bitch is annoyed though? about that i mean who made who made the decision like and and you know what the fuck you was doing was wrong which is why i was given that mm-hmm. option in the first place so yeah that, that kind of happened to me yeah. too I got paid the same for doing work that's like less strenuous and it kind of like dissolved into less of an effort. <clears throat> but we love that. Yeah. But after a while, you kind of be like, okay, like, why am I here? Understood. You want to still feel right. that you have purpose <clears throat> in what you're doing, regardless of what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mo, you want to tell us your story? Yeah, so I, um, like Constance, young, in my early 20s, I moved to Maryland. I had this job that I relied on, and I really was just existing, enjoying life, traveling, making mistakes, wasting money. And then all of a sudden, you get this email that says corporate is coming, and they want everybody to come to this like auditorium space. And then they put up this um, PowerPoint and it basically says the company is rebranding, which means they're restructuring positions, which means you are officially fired as of this upcoming date, which Mm. only gave us about two weeks. And then they said within that two weeks, you could apply and interview for the new positions that they were moving forward with. The alternative was to leave the company and get a severance pay. And then I think you get paid out all your benefit and then your benefits. And then they, I think there was something else that they paid us for like two or three months in addition to the severance. (coughs) And so of course I took the opportunity to leave and explore what other options there were. Um, But I just couldn't see myself staying with a company that just literally disregarded everything that we had done to get the company to where it was. I felt like we at least deserved a 30 day, 60 day notice. Like you're literally uprooting everybody at this particular location, but they were doing it across the board nationwide with all of their sites. Um, I know it's like, what do you do? I'm young out here trying to provide for myself. I thought, you know, I was officially established but it was in that moment you realized, mm-hmm. like, okay, what do I do? 
What's next? There's no guidebook for this. They don't say, oh, go to college, get a job. And if the job fires you, here's what you do. Step one, two, three. <laughs> right, right. Right. Like, what's like, your I plan B for the friend who was boohoo crying because she um, had a different culture where you don't go back home to your parents. You figure it out. You get two jobs. Um, the guy that I was talking to at the time, Child? I expected him to like, you know, <laughs> offer me more support. He said, well, I guess you're just going to have to get two jobs to make up for the one. So that was interesting. Right. What? One is but, one so I took what, two more jobs after that. And I was just like, okay, I have to make a complete career change and I need to go back home and reset. And so that's kind of what happened. Um, so I think for me, like I relied on that family support, which is why I mentioned it earlier, because, you know, like through my friend, I saw that everybody doesn't have that option to just completely say, I want to quit this. So I guess you wanted to answer your question to Constance earlier. Like initially I was let go, but then that second time that I was unemployed, Mm -hmm. I chose to leave. I literally told my Mm -hmm. manager to contact regional Mm -hmm. and let them know that I am leaving within the next like two weeks figure out what y'all need to do i've had enough Mm -hmm. i'm leaving and they took it kind of hard because they was like okay you were doing your job we need it where are we going to find somebody else so soon but i didn't care Mm -hmm. i didn't care that i didn't have enough money in the bank i didn't care that i didn't have another job lined up they tried to offer me some type of support like within the company at another location closer to home i didn't want it um like i just needed time to rest and reset. And this yeah, is not even the recent quitting, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. No. No. Damn. This is prior, prior to too. entrepreneurship. Yeah. Okay. And then in November of last year, I quit my nine to five. I wouldn't mm-hmm. say, well, I feel like quitting means you just gave up. Like, I don't like that term. I transitioned from my nine to five to entrepreneurship. Yes. And I don't regret it. It has, it is challenging. It has been challenging, but I'm doing it and I'm happy. Like, and I've been able to sustain myself to some degree. Yes. Leaving. So it's like being unemployed is not a bad thing if you're doing it for good reason. Like if you just doing it because you're trying to get a government check so you can sit on your ass at home, we not supporting it. (laughs) Uh, No. Because that means I'm right. paying for you to sit and on your 30, ass, And at 30, if we oh. become an un... Um. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I done came back to the Carolinas, bitch, and I have state taxes again, and I'm not a motherfucking fan. I'm Girl. not a motherfucking fan, okay? Forgot all about the fact that I didn't pay state taxes in Florida, and I saw that check. It was like I had no raise at all with this job. Oh, my God. sorry. Carry on. <laughs> At least you're not in a new tax bracket. I lost. Hell no. I lost money per check. The fuck? That's funny. Anywho. I'm sorry. I digress. No, I feel you. Taxes is an interesting um, kill to clump. And you can't get rid of Facts. it. They're oh. going to get your ass one nope. way or another. Yes. Or another. Yeah. They're gonna find you. They're gonna get you, get you, get you, get you. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, girl, I like that. You definitely transitioned. But that's when that's when unemployment is a choice. You know, when you choose it, 
to better yourself or you choose it because you feel as though it's necessary, a necessary thing you need to do. But that that reset that you ain't expecting, yeah, that hits bitch, hard. Yeah. It's hateful. Yeah. It, it hits you, even if you know it ain't got shit to do with you. Even though if you know the reason it's gone on is above your pay grade and somebody up there done fucked up and or if it's just corporate America and they just decide to lay folk off, you know, mm-hmm. for whatever dumbass reason. Yeah. You know what? It makes you dick. like expose the skeletons in your closet, whether financial, emotional, whatever, because you have to seek support. Like you gotta I gotta tell somebody, hey, I don't have yeah. any job to yeah. save me off. I ain't got no savings. <clears throat> hey, what's up? Can you <laughs> like can I have yeah, that out? Like, you know what's going on. Money? You know, I need some gas money. <laughs> <laughs> I must live on one ring. One. <laughs> Not one. Oh, goodness. <laughs> I'm Wanda. Child, you do scum. better to go to Chick Fil A and get a kids meal. You should get good quality. But you know what? The kids meal has went up. It is not the five. <sighs> bitch, everything has gone up. up, bitch. Everything. Like I have noticed, very subtle things have gone up. Subtle things. I found the same ramen house that's in Columbia. He got a he got nice. a chain down here Ooh. in Fayetteville. Too. Oh my gosh, girl, the Lord. The Lord knew what he was doing and didn't meet a Fayetteville. But, bitch, a bowl of ramen has gone up. Now, it hasn't gone up, like, significantly, but it has gone up. But I guess that makes sense. But it's, it's not. It ain't the little little cheap bowl that it once was. And they don't do my little punch card oh. no more. Because Lord knows, I definitely could have got my free bowl of ramen by now. Many times I've been that bitch since I'd have moved to Fayetteville. I know I'd have been, like, 15 times. Yeah. But yeah, everything's girl. going up. It's inflation. It's inflation time. I'm definitely using rewards more now. Go down. Like, and I'm not even like technically unemployed. Girl. But I want all the free things. How many times I need to yes. come for my 50% off? Okay, I'm going to make sure every time I come here, girl. I'm registering. Oh, right. Honey, you wouldn't believe how, how all of a sudden I had a taste bud for Jersey Mike's because I got a free oh. regular today. Yes. <laughs> do you want to use your point? Yeah. Yes, bitch. I sure fucking do. <laughs> got 84. It only takes 77 to get me a free oh, regular. Some... Here you go. Here's a $2 tip. Right Goodbye. Now. Have a wonderful Thursday. Love them points. They come in handy. Especially when mm. especially when you a yes, couple Lord. and you got to get two. Mm. And you can get two for the price of mm. one. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. buddy. You better believe I got to get something free again this week. If I dare go back out, I'm going to Chick-fil-A. Because I they got shit tons most, of points that I've been saving for just such an occasion. And the most worthy to, like, collect. Yeah. Starbucks is an asshole because they delete your points if you don't use them after a certain amount of time. Like, come on. I'm coming back. I don't like that. I do not appreciate no. points that expire. After, right. And it'd be a short amount no, of time, 30 too. 30 days. It don't be, like, long. You know, like, even Bath and Body Works gives me a while. <laughs> gives me a couple of months. To be a raggedy bitch and remember to go on in there, like, scan your thing. You got some rewards you want to use? Yes. Yes, I do. Yeah, Starbucks is a hoe. Mm. Okay. Well, <laughs> the time has come, ma'am. Let the people know oh, why we're in pajamas you. today yes. in celebration. I think this is a celebration. Well, we're honoring. I think it's a celebration. You, where you okay. are. 
Yes. Well, we've been in, we are in pajamas because I've been in pajamas all week. Because <laughs> 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 they told me last Tuesday that Friday will be your last day. And um, mm. see you later. And like Constance said, it was a whole corporate thing. And um, I've been knowing something was going to happen for months. Uh, I've like kind of hinted on and off that there were changes happening to my job and I really didn't know what was going to happen. And they kind of changed what I originally was doing for like three years to something else. That's something else. Even though it was beneficial for the company, I guess they felt like it wasn't very profitable. So they was just like, we're going to get rid of that too. And at that point, that was probably like a couple months ago that we knew that they were going to get rid of it. Um, but later on um, this month, which is August, we learned that the company was going to lay off 5,000 employees across the board. And we already knew that we were going to be a part of those 5,000 employees. Unfortunately, we didn't know when. <laughs> they so, just had y'all just... balls just hanging, just hanging through, just uh, swinging <laughs> at their convenience. <laughs> what the hell? So when oh. Mo said that she would rather have known like 60 days or 30 days in advance, like I've been in that window. I've been knowing things, something was happening for six months. And then like maybe three months ago, they were like, oh, or two months ago, they were like, oh, we're not doing this no more. So this is going to end, but I don't know mm -hmm. when it's going to end. So it's kind of like, what? Like, I'm losing my job, but I don't know when I'm losing my job. So I'm just coming here every day to get paid and to maybe do the work that you want me to do. And But I know that in the end, like, you're not going to keep me. So we didn't like that. Like, you were just hanging in the balances. Well, and then as being a pharmacist, you know, you have these retail pharmacies out here who are struggling because it's hard out here for a retail pharmacist. I... I feel bad for them yeah. and I may be one of them. So we never know, but like, it's hard out there for them between the customers yelling at you, you having a drive through, you having no technicians, um, you having your, maybe your own emergency. You're the only pharmacist there. You're working 12 hours, 13 hours a day. Like with all of that being happening and you may or may not have support from your boss or your boss's boss. It's kind of a stressful situation. And during COVID, a lot of pharmacists, um, they were getting offers for like $80,000. And one thing as a pharmacist, they tell you to try to get you to go to pharmacy school is that you're going to at least make six figures. So they weren't offering these new grads six figures. And know that we have at least $200,000, at least, not me though, but they have at least $200,000 of student loan debt because I have more. And oh, you sure, telling me that you're only going to pay me eighty thousand dollars, and I just spent you put two hundred thousand in the FAFSA. It's like yes. pissing on fire. So a lot of people during COVID, because they were treated badly, they just quit, they retired, or they said, "I'm not doing fucking retail. I can go somewhere else. If you're not going to pay me enough, at least I can go somewhere else and get a Wait, better quality." Wait, you said like. Can a new grad retire from the career that fast? No, like the retail okay. pharmacists who were already okay, working, okay, okay. they decided that they were going to retire because COVID was a real rough time for them. So 
that left kind of the retail aspect empty. So that's one of the things that um, my company kind of encouraged us to go to. And um, my thought process is like, I wanted to see it through. And there were a lot of pharmacists. Like I told you, I worked with like maybe like 80 people at one point. And then by the time I left, I probably worked with like 30. Because the technicians left, the pharmacists left because they had to have job security. They got families. Um, they got a lifestyle <laughs> they're trying to maintain. They got mortgages. <laughs> they got car notes. So they left. And then when I found out when my last day was, they told us that you're gonna that we're gonna be closing the doors on Friday, but we're gonna pay you out until this certain time. And then after that, um, if you're eligible for a severance, you can get a severance. Um, but you can just go from there. So at that point, I kind of got scared. I took an offer for a job. And then I realized that I really didn't have to take that offer because I wasn't offered these other options that some other people got, but I didn't get. But I'm going to just leave it at that, at some other people. Mm, so, we already know but what it that ended means. Up work- Read between the lines, people. Read between the lines. But it ended up working out for me. Uh, I am currently unemployed, but right now I am um, getting paid for now for being at home. Uh, This is my only fourth day out here. (laughs) (laughs) Fourth day out. Um, But I mean, it's fine. It's fine for now because I have, I'm studying for a law exam for North Carolina. So it's kind of like occupying my time. I'm catching up on like some shows I didn't get a chance to watch. But when that runs out, <laughs> you need to watch uh let me add something to your watch list. My sister has us watching the Netflix series Painkiller. Mm. About I think it's like, you know, mm. giving the backstory on the opioid epidemic around Oxycontin. And um mm-hmm. I couldn't watch that shit last night. I was like, uh uh-uh, uh, this is too deep. Let me kind of like watch this earlier in the day, maybe this weekend, <laughs> because yeah, it's damn, it's so it's documentary or is it's it a, a series, right? but it's documentary like, oh. like um, laid out. It's, it's laid out as a documentary. Yeah, <clears throat> it's okay. sad. It's just ah, too sad okay. to watch and then go to sleep Jesus. for me. But. It just shows how like big pharma doesn't give a fuck about people, but making their money, which we already knew. But yeah, as an, another show that came out, that's more of a sh- like a series or acting like show. It's called Dope Sick. I know it's on Hulu right okay. now, and it talks about um, mm-hmm. how um, the company who started making OxyContin how they kind of just pushed it off on like pushed it on doctors to sell it and um, how drug reps got involved and how the people um, got addicted and how they had these pill mills. So um, and it's kind of based. Yeah. yeah, It's based in West Virginia because you know, West Virginia is one of those States where it's Mm. crazy there because at one point it was a coal mining state. So a lot of people got injuries from working in the coal mines and then once that went away, mm-hmm. um, they still wanted their drugs. some people didn't have anything else to do. <laughs> so they got high. And then when they couldn't afford Oxycontin anymore, they went to heroin. So Jesus. it's 
Because I mean, it's like I mean, it's basically heroin in a pill. Yeah. So. <clears throat> yeah. I remember when I had thing. my first subscription for that. My mama gave me like one, she get, literally took it and was like, "I'm putting this away." Absolutely not. It was after I had like two wisdom teeth pulled, and um, mm-hmm. the doctor said take half. But my dumb ass went ahead and took a whole one. I went to sleep, missed some dinner, and didn't wake up till the next day. So I learned my lesson. But I don't know. Oh yeah. The comfort that that gives to other people. So. Yeah, it only takes three days. So a lot of people, a lot of doctors now don't like to prescribe more than three days. Really? Um, because after that point, like Damn. you can become addicted. I literally had a 30 day mm-hmm. subscription. What do you, I mean, prescription. What did you have? You must have had like Same. hydrocodone or something. No, I had some oxy. No. You had I oxy? Remember. Yes, and I definitely yeah, they, had more than I a did week's too. worth. I had. I didn't have many when I had my wisdom teeth out. Like, I think that dentist only gave me, like, five. But, boy, when I had my ACL surgery, there's a fuck ton of them in there. I can't believe that. I could have sold that shit. Um, I really could have. And that one, my mama was, I mean, she, I mean, it's not like I was looking for it or nothing. And I, my mama was still really taking care of me because I was in high school at the time. So my mom and grandma was taking care of me. And it was like, you know, I felt like I was in a nursing home. It was pill popping time. And oh. it was like, here you go. It's been, it's been like, you know, if it, I usually wasn't hurting terribly bad except for mm-hmm. the first couple of days. And I'm like, okay, it's been eight hours. I'm going to give you this one. I'm going to give you the oxy one, the, the small one. And then, um, and then I think every four hours, some shit, I was supposed to get a, like a high level mm-hmm. ibuprofen. When I had that wisdom teeth taken out though, I think I took one or two, two of them oxys, but I was like, this shit no, is knocking me out. Not and the that pain bad. Even that bad. Mm-mm, I just took them big ass oxys <laughs> and it did the same shit. I just went to sleep. <laughs> and that's all I cared about. I was like, well, I'm going to just go to bed. Just turn on this family guy and bring me some soup. <laughs> I'm going to sleep. Good night. I'll see you well, in a couple now, of hours. I mean, because of like how addictive it is, they now have like laws. Um, a lot of states have like oh, prescribing yeah. laws. So if you get like a controlled <clears throat> substance, which is a scheduled C2, which is what those are. You can only get like a five day supply if it's not like an operative reason. And if it's the opera, like a post op type of situation, you can get like seven, you can get a seven day supply. And then after that, you have to go back to the doctor and they'll determine whether to give you more. Do you know so, the timeline when those laws were implemented? Because I feel like that is more recent than we realize. Yeah, I feel like it's more recent because I feel like a lot of like states have been getting sued because like the states themselves have been getting sued because they haven't been implementing laws. Oh, well, not states have been suing. The states have been suing the pharmaceutical companies because the law because of how addictive it is. Like at one point they didn't want to put it as a schedule two. like a schedule two is like 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 oxy all that stuff that's very addictive um and then you have Mm -hmm. like other stuff that are like you know um, muscle relaxers and stuff like that some of those are controls too but those are the ones that are most addictive and a lot of times these companies didn't want to put them as a schedule two because they wouldn't get paid out as much like it wouldn't be prescribed as much so in the beginning of the whole like um like oxy epidemic like there, it wasn't really scheduled as a schedule two. I think it was like a four or maybe a three. Wow. 
<laughs> so yeah, this is very recent, especially well, with like uh, all those overdoses that has been going on because of it. Had to be, because I mean, I was getting um, a good many in high school. I was a minor yeah. getting a ton of them. So that was both times. So I was, yeah, I was in high school and I got my wisdom teeth yeah, out too. <laughs> so like them giving school. me oxy. Just young enough that it could have ruined the rest of your mm-hmm. life. That's scary. Yeah, it is. I'm just thankful I had. We had parents that regulated our shit because it, they didn't even know about it. It was like, well, you ain't going to be like mm-hmm. popping your own pills. Cause this is serious medicine that you yeah. don't need. You I ain't in that much goddamn like pain. Taking, um, Tylenol, like religiously, like every hour on the hour when my um, menstrual is on, because I just feel mm. like it creates this reliance on it. So I try to bear it as much as I can. Mm. As long as I'm like active that month, as far as like Same. physically getting out of bed and working out and stuff, I I'm okay. But you know, if you have a very sedentary month, just bitch, get the get the mm-hmm. pills. <laughs> And put a four-hour alarm on every four hours because you're going to need it. I'll be punching you right in the gut. Right. Yeah. But that's a whole other thing, too. So, like, drugs, like, depending on, like, how they're metabolizing your body, that can affect you. Like, you shouldn't be taking Tylenol too much because it can affect, like, your liver. And you can't be taking ibuprofen like that because that can affect your GI and give you ulcers. So, it's just like, what the fuck? Am I supposed to Let's do? talk about pregnant women taking painkillers because I have a cousin who unfortunately took them. I guess the doctor told her she could take Tylenol and now her baby is autistic. There's a whole class action lawsuit against it. Oh. Yeah, but that was the yeah, only I mean, thing that they she were was like, saying... quote unquote, approved to take for pain. Mm-hmm. I mean, Tylenol does have that thing on it that you shouldn't take it in your first trimester. I don't, I mean, I feel like if you shouldn't take it in your first trimester, you shouldn't take it in your trimester. Yeah. But, but damn, nine right. months and I can't take nothing. Oh, it's still I guess developing. you better try some more holistic options. Girl. But anyway, that'll be another episode when we get some, to that point of life. <laughs> some oil on the back of my foot. Bitch. I'm seeing other shit come across my Instagram. Yeah, you been drinking some okra water. Or I don't even like okra. Girl, mm-hmm. I hear that shit. Girl. Makes you wet as what? a bitch. Slip and slide. Hold on, wait. Okra water is gonna be slimy. If you love listening to Unestablished, you can support our podcast by going to the link in our bio and buying a wine. That's right, a wine. BuyMeACoffee.com allows listeners like you an easy way to say thanks. Plus, it only takes a minute. Your selflessness will assist in improving software and expanding Unestablish, a podcast made with you in mind. Available every Wednesday on all podcasting platforms. Thank you. Yeah. So are you. <laughs> well. <laughs> yeah, bitch. I see what you did there, but it got to go down first. What the hell? I know. I feel you. I- but y'all know. like to eat it, mm. so I don't yeah, know. That means it's slimy when it comes and it's on okay, your fork. Eating right it now. and drinking it. Mm, I, mean, I could do mm-hmm. it saute. And eating it and drinking That's slimy disgusting. water. Is there any way like, we can get it by just putting whole okas in there and not cutting it up? But I'm assuming not. Just throw it back.
bitch. Boy, don't, there's Shoot multiple it. things we don't just throw back. Right, no. We're like not throwing that Like Z-Boss or something. Okay, well, I won't go there, but I'm pretty sure y'all have thrown other things back. And did. That was the same consistency. No, and that's what I'm saying. <laughs> it is not being thrown back. It's spit out down the drain. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, immediately. Or I'm gagging and everything else is coming right the fuck back up. Like, I can't. No. Well, y'all. No. <laughs> I'm not a fan. Okay. All right. My well, stomach ain't strong enough. If you, because if you can, then bitch, you can definitely drink okra. Like okra. I don't like it because it's slimy. That's one of the reasons why I don't like it. Well, if you, I never swallow. said anything about swallowing. Yes, you did. I felt judgment. I did you, you not? Know, I you did. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like, oh, okay, well, whatever. Oh, well, bitch. Y'all already know my position on that whole situation. So let's not even go there. Like, next question, please. (laughs) All right. Maybe your position to change. You know? Yeah. Well, next question, please. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. I mean, um,. I don't even know where to go from here. We don't even know if we talk about oxygen, bitch. I don't even know where to go from here. Well, I mean, we're on the subject of unemployment. Um, what I have learned uh, for my four days of being unemployed is that um, you get bored yes. and you get hungry more yes. often. Yes. Drink some water, girl. And so, yeah, and I haven't. Like, y'all know I be, like, drinking, like, a gallon, at least a half gallon mm-hmm. a day. I may or may not have maybe, like... Two sixteen ounces a day. So what is that? Thirty-two ounces. Uh, was it half a gallon? No, half a gallon is like sixty-four. Oh, well then a fourth yeah, of a gallon. Just, it ain't. It ain't been happening. I've been, you know. Goodness. There was a two-liter that was in here that I started maybe drinking on Saturday. It's now gone. I don't even drink soda like that. And it's showing up on my face because I wake up every morning with some white heads. The soda is love. Heavens. You can let that go. You're good. But what, like, I had some have leftover you had a cake. hobby or yeah. anything you've been wanting to, like, get into? Uh, no. I don't have a hobby that I want to get into because I don't even want to leave my house. Mm. Jesus, it's like the panty all I over know. again, bitch. But the in the panty, I was still active because I was working all these hours. I was still exercising. Yeah. Like I have to make myself get up and exercise in the morning. Like I have like this whole debate with myself in the bed for a couple of hours, and then I get up because you're, you're yeah. I know. Up now. And I have to get that back because like it's just gonna fuck me up in the end, and I'm gonna have regrets. You're going to have to do something different with your workouts now. Maybe instead of getting on your Peloton, you got to walk outside. Like, if that's the only way you get your ass outside, bitch, just walk <laughs> around your hood real quick. Like, one good lap and come your ass back in the house. And you can check that off as your good deed for today. Hopefully, it'll make you want to drink some fucking water. And then maybe you'll ride around town. I don't know. Go the only reason why around. I walked out of my Shit. house yesterday is because EJ's not here to put the trash can at the curb, and I had to do that myself. And um, girl, that was your ass is not gonna outside. die from having to put the um trash out. 
But I'm saying, otherwise, I wouldn't have been outside. I would have stayed inside all day. That's not good. You need some vitamin D. You got to get out. No, yeah. <laughs> if that's what we learned during COVID, we want to do unemployment. We learned, you know, like after day two, get me the fuck out of the house. I don't care if we go to the free park and walk around. I don't care if we go see somebody, mama or something. Cousin, them, friend, get me out of this damn yeah. house. Or I'm going to lose it. No, you know, I thrive inside. Mm-hmm. Like, bitch, you, I'm going to have cabin fever for you. Mm-hmm. Both of us do. Please get, get out. Please I want get to out get of the some, house. Um, more Birkenstocks Ooh. today. Not you going to start shopping. Stocks. No, they like the $40 ones. I'm still getting paid. At least you got to ask outside. You, know what? you need to take I your ass to the mall. Because I realized I would have to put on clothes and go outside. And Amazon wasn't going to have them oh to my door in time oh of the time God. I wanted them to. So I was just like, fuck it. <sighs> Joanna, this is concerning. It's concerning. I know. It's giving <sighs> heightening depression. Don't let it slip. Get up. Yes, bitch. No. Don't let it sink in you. You sliding in that hole, that going down that little rabbit hole. You going slowly but surely, ho. Yeah. Mm. Don't do it. Because the seasonal is already coming up, bitch. Don't already be in it. When them seasons change, it'll start to get dark outside. You know how you do it. <laughs> you already kept seasonal depression with shit going right. I can't have you sliding in that bitch too early. That's one of the reasons why I just got up and exercised this week because I know I don't do it. It's one of the things that's kind of going to slip me in to some things that I don't want to be in. So Mm -hmm. I'm just like, kudos to you for being like consciously trying to be ahead of it. And I feel like many enough times it's caught you off guard, but now you're just like, okay, bitch, I see you coming. I know you coming. This is what I'm trying to do. Mm -hmm. Oh yes. But I still don't want to work though. Like I ain't like, Oh, let me find a job so I can go to work next week. Like I, I don't feel like that, but I need to. I guess I need to be more active because my Apple Watch otherwise says I'm not. Um, how do you guys, as far as with, I know Mo mentioned my about having support during unemployment or anticipating unemployment, like how have you guys experienced support that was beneficial? Because I know sometimes we reach out to people and we tell them this is what's going on, but they're not really beneficial to the cause or they're not really giving you the words of encouragement that you need to hear. Because it's like sometimes, okay, somebody told me, and I know it wasn't in a mean way, but I was just like, well, damn. Mm -hmm. Because this whole thing like changed my mood, not in like a depressive kind of situation but it kind of changed my mood to Mm -hmm. where I was having a lot of anxiety attacks Mm. because I didn't know what was happening with my job but I was still working um I was planning this party that was a whole other situation it's just like shit in life was happening and like I was just kind of having like these anxiety attacks And I didn't mention to this person that I was having anxiety attacks, but I did say that, you know, it was a big concern of mine that my employment was going to be terminated at some point. They said, I understand, but that's life and you got to keep going. 
That's not like that. It's not. I mean, I mean, I mean, yeah, it happens, but it's not like it happens in life, but it's not like. Oh, yeah. We seriously, where's where's the compassion? God damn it! I mean, there are people who sit on their ass the same fucking job for twenty fucking years with no disruption. Literally none. Ass so long they get the office ass. Like, come on. (laughs) Not the office ass. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, they get a slack off of how they even got this fucking job because they've been doing it for so long. This isn't, I mean, it's not uncommon, mm-hmm. but it's not like it's fucking normal. And even if it was, you yeah. don't want it to happen to you. And it's it's not a fun thing to go through. So seriously, where is the compassion? Where yeah. is the empathy? As most I feel said. like, I mean, the person has also experienced being fired um, from okay. their from yeah. their jobs, or if they have experienced taking a job that they didn't want in order to prepare for their family too. But I guess they kind of felt like you know things in life happen; it'll work out, so don't worry about it. And I oh just feel God. like I can't that's easier that said than done because you're not in it. You know what I mean? So when you're experiencing something, mm-hmm. it's totally different from watching somebody experience something. So you can tell me that, oh, it'll be okay. It's going to work out in the end. But while I'm in this fucking dust storm, like, I can't see yeah, anything. Yeah, you're in the thick of it. Yeah. Right. I right. Can't, I don't see anything. I may see figures, but I don't see clearly <laughs> what's happening. So I... She can't see clearly I, now. The rain is here. Lena. I'm dead. <laughs> it's here. And it's pouring down. Cats and dogs. Cats and dogs, bitch. It's a motherfucking hurricane outside. And a monsoon at the same time. And you want me to be like, oh, it'll be okay. Because that's all I got, too, Juana. Well, that's all I got. You'll be all right. Bitch, like, I'm not all right right now. You get that support, you build resilience to life sure you become a different version of yourself yeah. and it's like an elevation of okay fuck this fuck you fuck them i'm gonna make it by all means necessary so i'm gonna take what you give me or what you know what little there is and i'm gonna make the best oh, of it <laughs> um i think that and then when you get on the other side of yeah. it, you appreciate what you went through because you're like, okay, I'll never go back to that time. Like when you were sure. transitioning from grad school to your first job, you were like, okay, yes, my family supported mm-hmm. me, but I'll never put myself in that position again. Right. And so, yes, you're unemployed. Yes, things may not be what you want, but they're not what they used to be. And so that also gives you a moment of gratitude where it's just right. like, okay, I've been through worse. I can do better. And things are going to be okay. Sure. And it's, and the support that you want is never real. Right. They can't really do anything for you because you, like you said, you have to build that resilience. It is something you really do have to go through on your mm-hmm. own and figure that shit out. It just feels good but, to know that somebody you know, cares. And it's, it's sort there. of like, you know what I'm saying? It's sort of like when someone dies mm-hmm. in your family, you can't really do a damn thing for me. You can't, you can't not make me feel these feelings. You can't not make me not cry randomly. Or think about this person. Or feel like a piece of me is gone. Like you can't heal that. But you can be there. And offer like. Small words of support. Fucking let me know you're there. To let me vent to you. To let me bitch to you. To let me let you know how much I do not understand. What the fuck is happening to me right now. 
Or if nothing else, come out with come up with some dumbass plan that may or may not work yeah, but at least to know what I'm finna do next. For the last, do not tell a person who was in their storm, you're not over. Why you're not over this yet? What's taking you so long? Are you serious? Oh my god! Oh my I will this never share anything else intimate with you ever again. Because mm-hmm. now you've clearly made it known that me sharing with you where I am is a burden. So just forget about it. Yeah. Just forget about it. No, I would never tell somebody that because I'm that person. You, y'all know how I harp on shit. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're going through it and even like, you know, it's you see some kind of clarity or it looks like it could be working out. But you still unsure? Like, I would understand because I am that person. Like, I would harp on something to try to, until it's done. Because I'm not going to feel comfortable until it's done. So don't tell me why you ain't over this yet. It's because I'm still in it. I'm still having this experience. It's not over. Now, there's one thing if you say, okay, I know you're going through your, your situation, but I just can't emotionally be available to you you know, this week, cause I'm having a rough week. That's different. But to just say that I should be sure. over it because of how you perceive the situation is bullshit. Yeah. Very much I think, so. I mean, yeah. some people just have to realize that everybody experienced things differently. Mm-hmm. So you just have to kind of take yourself out of it and kind of understand the person. Because if I'm telling you something that's really important to me, um, you, I don't want you to expect what you would, how you would handle the situation. I want you, cause you already, I feel like if I'm telling you something, we have a relationship and you know how I am, or you know how I react to things, um, in the most cases. So I would like you to take yourself out of it and like, maybe put yourself in the quote unquote, Jawanda brain and be like, okay, this is how she would maybe react to a situation like this. Yeah. For real. You like. And it makes it sad, you know, when you talk to somebody that you do trust well enough and you do believe does know you like that. And they give you that bullshit. Mm -hmm. Like, come on, man. What I also don't like. Which could be Mm -hmm. like. Okay, I won't say what it could be. But what I also don't like is that (coughs) people know that I sometimes shut down. So they mm-hmm. decide to um, step away from me because they're like, oh, she's in her shutdown mode. I'll talk to her when she comes back. But I feel like you still should kind of reach out at some point <laughs> where there's just like a text message and be like, okay, I know you're going through this. I know this is happening to you. Are you okay? Yeah. And if I don't respond, I'll get back to you eventually. But it's the effort, sure. I feel like, as, like, a friend or a family member or a significant other, like, I feel like if you are, have somebody that, like, kind of shuts down in your life and kind of, like, separates themselves from the mm-hmm. world or separates themselves from somebody else, I still feel like you should be, like, just checking in, girl. You okay? Like, it just makes right. me feel like, yeah. <laughs> like, even though I'm in my shit, that there's something like normal. bright coming yeah. out of it mm-hmm. yeah some sense of normalcy mm-hmm. yeah yeah i feel that sometimes it can be weird 
Because, like, in those moments, you really don't know. Just what say hey. Say. You don't want to say <laughs> Yeah, I know. Right. And sometimes you don't want to say the wrong thing. So it's like you being cautious because you're being loving. Like, hey, girl. I might stop. I know talking. you're going through it, but like, I might stop whenever. after I say hey, but I just, you know, yeah. what am I? Damn. I mean, just. Just say, hey, I'm checking in. Just I just be this. like, look, I'm here. I'm here if you need me. So whenever you feel, if you whenever you're feeling up to me, yeah. you just you just shoot me a text back. That's fair. Let me know That's you you still breathing and shit. Okay. All right. Yeah. Because I've been told that, um, you know, like sometimes when I call you, I just feel like you don't want to talk, so I just don't call you anymore. And in my mind, it's like if I don't want to talk to you, I'm not gonna answer that fucking phone because I don't have to. Yeah. <laughs> So if I answer, I'm, I'm okay with talking to you. But if I don't want to talk to you, I would watch it rink. And that's just damn. Well, you're honest, but you're honest. You know, um, but you're not wrong. Yeah, I know I'm a difficult person. We all, as we far all as like emotions. Yeah, I know emotionally I'm a difficult person, <laughs> so I'm not gonna put that past anybody that is in my circle. Child, kudos to you. You you made it this long. <laughs> Good for you. Oh please, shut up. <laughs> I feel the same way, but in the opposite way. Sometimes I don't know what to right. do with anything. Neither I don't, do I. I don't want to talk to anyone. Mm-hmm. I'm like, please don't check up on me. And it's not like, and I know you're doing it out of love, but oh my god. But it's I don't want to have to. to you, ever. I know, I know, but I feel rude if I don't. So yes, the fuck I do. And if I don't do it, and you know me, even when things are honky dory, my black ass will forget to respond to you for two damn weeks. So if I'm in the shit, <laughs> I may never respond to you. It may be a month or two. But we are in because I forget it's in there. And I'm, with our God, I gotta go back. To us, so don't tell me you ain't see me message you because you lying, ho girl. And that's why I yeah, turned off turn my off, read receipts. You don't even know. About none of that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I, t- I turn mine off too, but I appreciate my friends that still have them on. Mm-mm. You don't need to know <laughs> when I read it. I, I love that you have them on and Stephanie has them on, but I don't turn mine on because I know my raggedy ass will be looking at it and then I'll look at my computer and then I'll have something <laughs> on the oven and then I'll have something <laughs> in the laundry room, you know, and I'll literally forget. <laughs> I can't keep the real seats on, girl. Sometimes you be in the message, but you don't really mean to be in the message. So it put it as red, and you be like, "Ooh, I really didn't read this." But I'll (laughs) tag it to go back, right? Yeah, I love that little feature when you slide that bitch right to the right and make it unread again. So I can remember to look at it. You didn't know that? So I can remember to look at it. It, it took I me just realized realize that when you get ready to send, if you press the send button, it'll send like the auto. The animations <gasps> with your text yeah. messages. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Don't look at me like that, Javonda. It's yeah. cool, isn't it? I didn't say that. <laughs> your face said it all. I'm still trying to figure out how to get my right. phone to like light up the little camera flash to light up when I my, my phone ring. I still know how to do that. Uh, yeah, I that's really okay. don't like that. Like, bro. Oh, that's what that thing is for? I don't mind it. That's your cam that's yeah, the light that for your camera. That's the flash, but it'll it'll. No, there's a setting somehow you can person. make it flash, like when your when your phone rang. I see a lot of the young yeah, folks. They do it. it, and I'm just not and into like, That's it. Cool. I'm just not. Why Why does your phone have to blink? And I ring? mean, for somebody that doesn't that has audio issues, I can understand they need to see the light. But you don't. Yeah. 
Most people don't. I won't say you because that makes it sound like I was talking no, to you. It's I okay. wasn't talking. But <laughs> but most people don't. I just don't understand. It's vibrating, it's blinking, and it's ringing. That well, it is a lot, but sometimes it be like that. I mean, if you feel like you need it, you know, if you feel like you need it, girl. But when you, it's nighttime, that shit gonna blink at nighttime when you try. Right to now, see, that's gonna be the problem. Well, that's gonna be a problem. That's gonna be an issue. But who the fuck calling me? To, well, I got that shit on. Eight o'clock. It's on. I don't give a damn who you are. Oh, I think it's ten. Well, damn. Eight. I let it go. It's ten <laughs> o'clock. Immediately on. Yes, automatically. Oh shit. Mm-mm. Well, do you guys have any advice for me as an unemployed, uh, a newly unemployed uh, person of society? Not anything beyond like what we've already said. Just keep your head up, dog. I don't. Yeah. Keep your head up, dog. Get your ass outside. Take your ass outside. I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep sending you shit that I can find. I know we don't. You don't may not love big pharma, but girl, send it. Okay. I'm out. I, I, look, Monique, I was looking at which I called it yesterday. I was like, all right, bitch, I'm finna get on work day and see what's out here in Virginia. She was like, Cause this territory is two hours away from me. Well, you know, <laughs> I, I saw Virginia and oh, I just no. sent it to you. <laughs> so anything in Virginia, pharmacy related, I'm trying to send your way. Yeah, okay. I mean, what else I got to do? Uh, I'm gonna try and send you away. <sighs> but yeah, I'm on this. I'm on this journey. You know? I have some time to get my life together. Um, hopefully, I can also enjoy this and take it for what it is. While I am going through it, it's not like a stressful thing for me. Fortunately, it's not something that's mm-hmm. stressful to where I'm just like I gotta find a job because I gotta pay these bills. Um, but true. It's off, but it's just stressful because you don't have a sense of security as of right now. Like nothing is really right. safe. Like I got paid yesterday, but whoever put mm-hmm. in the payments for or the ch- the time for last week, they didn't put in my time last week. Uh- so when I got paid. And my main bank account, I was already broke. Okay, so I'm not working overtime mm-hmm. anymore since they cut all that. Like, when they changed everything, there was no opportunity for overtime for me anymore. So I was getting these regular checks per month. Okay, living by the skin of my teeth. I get these alerts. I have a preset limit to my bank account that tells me when my account is getting low. Yeah, as soon as mm-hmm. I get paid, the next two days, it'd be like, girl, you reach your limit. Be careful. Tread. <laughs> Lightly, it's like <laughs> <laughs> so. I got my alert yesterday. It was like, oh, four hundred seventy-eight dollars was a deposit into your account. I said, excuse me, huh? That's not my check. <laughs> like, that's not how much I be getting. <laughs> Y'all got me fucked up. Yes. I'm like, where is the rest of my money? Because it goes into like I have like a savings account and like an emergency account, and then I have my main account. So like the it was just like a one week's check, and it was 
disperse in like the three accounts but my main account it said 478 dollars i'm like bro where's the rest of it <laughs> yeah, right i text my boss and was like yo um i ain't got my money. money i ain't get all my money i only got paid for a week <laughs> excuse me what y'all got going on so my boss's boss quit so now my boss's boss, my boss's boss, boss is now over payroll. <laughs> so she had to reach out to him and be like, yo, she didn't get, Jawanda didn't get paid. Like, um, they do something like, they like expedite the payroll. So I should get paid by Friday. That's good. My money. But it's going to disperse yeah. again. So I'm going to get paid for a week and it's going to disperse oh. again in my other accounts. So I'm going to have to like transfer that shit back over so I can pay my bills. <laughs> oh my God. Right. Come on, payroll. Get it together. Human Damn error. It. It's not even payroll. It's human oh, error. It's rough out here. But you know, I digress. I'm getting paid. Yeah. I'm going to just keep you it know. at that. Praise the Lord. Oh, I will say this. When it comes to what to do with your time. Um, I know we have spoken many a time about you finding your purpose. Perhaps now would be a good time to reevaluate. So maybe now time, a good time to bust out a journal, mm-hmm. bitch. When you wake your ass up, after you do your little workout or whatever, bust that journal out and start kind of thinking about what goals do you have? Where do you want to see yourself? Because you don't, after this bullshit, I know you don't want to be just pigeonholed into a jizzop. Uh-huh. And I know you have dreams to do other things. So figure out what the fuck that is. And then perhaps that will give you a nice navigation while you're not, you know, hunkered into just working for the man. Night and day. That's the way you could go. Um, yes, Lord. This <laughs> <laughs> is a thought. Yeah. You know, I'm, just bust out, bust the old journal out, girl, and just get to get to tinkering. Pick up a hobby. I'm my journal. I'll be busting it out at least once a week. I need to get ready to that. But it's just, I really don't know what it is. I'm still working on that. I figured after I take my law exam in the next two weeks, after that, I can make time to go back to my content um, that I was supposed to be putting out for the past (laughs) six months that never came out. So I figured I'll just fall back into that to kind of occupy some of my time. Other than that, I don't really know what I'm interested in. Like I am, like I don't care. Like what? What should I be doing? If it ain't traveling, if it ain't having some good food, if it ain't having a good drink, if it ain't having a good time, I'm not really interested. Like what I want to do, but I gotta figure it out. I want to do something that I don't feel like I'm working, and I could just be like, "Oh, out of the office." I'll get back to you on Monday. <laughs> I'll be on vacation from mm-hmm. this date to this date. Please don't yes, contact me. Yes, but if me. your um, email is important, I will get back to you as soon as possible. Just thanks, management. Run a list, pick something, and run with it. Yeah, I really don't want to be a boss. I just want to be under somebody that's a boss. Mm. I don't want the responsibilities. Yeah, that one. I don't want no responsibilities. I got enough as it is, and they making me tired. But that That's my... Can we go to wine and with wine? That's my wine. 
Let's do it. Mm. Mm. Two, three, four, whining with wine. Tell me your grievances, whining with wine. Girls, what is on your mind? Tell me what's on your mind, Mo. No, not necessarily a story, story just like a commentary and some follow comments. So, um, I, you know, I was talking to my business coach and we were saying, you know, how some people who are your subordinates when you become an entrepreneur, they want to be the boss. They want to make decisions. They want to do things on their own when they know they shouldn't. But then... When it's time to talk to, you know, corporate or management or handle business, then you want to fall back. No, I thought you wanted to be the boss. You know, like you bosses don't get to pick and choose when they have to hold shit down. So don't demise, don't disrespect, don't disregard all, all of the things. Respect the boss. That's all I want to say. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. people think that they want your position until it's time to be in that position. And then they get scared or they realize that they're not capable of executing the thing that you do because you make it look easy. Or maybe it's just your gift. You do it with ease. Mm -hmm. Like, well, so stay mm -hmm. in your lane. That's yeah. Yeah. She's out. Damn. Stop swerving. I feel like people want to be a boss yeah. to say that they are a boss. They want all the glory and credit, but they don't want yeah, to have to actually be the boss of your house. Shit. Not the boss hard of your shit. relationship. I don't even want that. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many things you can consider I'm yourself good. a boss for. But when it comes no to boss. money. Boss, a boss means responsibilities. Mm. Yeah. Don't be trying to take on responsibilities. I'll be trying to hide and seek every now and then, but it don't really work like that. Girl, bye. <laughs> I do like y'all don't understand the joy I have in knowing that I don't have any I'm gonna be in this damn y'all see this pajama stick? I'm being this nightgown all weekend intentionally. That's it. Nothing to do. I have mm. this is my first weekend of nothing. Hey, hallelujah. In yes, the first hallelujah. Two weeks, I mean two months. So yes. Good. Every now and then I try mm-hmm. to hide a seat. Mm-hmm. I, that shit. I realized it yesterday that I didn't have You deserve to do it. No. And don't take no sleep. Well, hopefully your boo in his pajamas yes. too. He got to work a, a little. Yes, Lord. Late. It's okay. Bosses don't get to sleep. Just have his pajamas waiting. Will. When you get home. Right. Mm-hmm. It's giving home cooked yeah. meals and movie mm-hmm. nights. Some popping cone. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And early bedtimes. Yeah. Cuddling. I'm down for that. Same. So stay in your lane. Okay. Sense. Mm. Oh God. Um well, I've moved again. On the move again. <laughs> <laughs> On the road again. <laughs> Some of this shit is everywhere. Oh, Lord Jesus. <laughs> it's everywhere. It's everywhere. You know? I unpacked all the shit in the kitchen and I I fucking really? hate this kitchen. Oh. I despise What is it? The space or the I'm so sorry to everybody. It's it looked like my old kitchen in West Virginia. Girl, it looked like my old kitchen in college. And I almost feel like the shit that we had, Mo, was bigger it than was. this we little had tiny slit kitchen. You that's in here. One way in. This is definitely a slit. <laughs> like, when I tell you, I don't know where the fuck I'm finna film these drink videos. They're finna look hideous. Because this apartment is old, which I knew when mm-hmm. I moved into it. Like, I, it's not updated. 
but I wasn't worried about that because I was worried about living Thanks. somewhere a little cheaper than where I was. And that's what I got with this apartment um, with more space. But I mean, I guess when I was looking, I was so mesmerized by how large the bathrooms were and how much space I had with the bedroom. Well, bitch, that's why you don't have fireplace. no space in the oh, kitchen. Shit. I literally breezed past. But I breezed past that kitchen. I was like, oh, I hate this kitchen. But bitch, it's a garage here. And I just didn't know how to act. Like, I don't know. I don't know how to act because I have a garage. I don't have to look at people outside. I don't have. I don't have to be outside. I just get to park in my garage and never talk to mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. And nowhere else has a garage. So I was yeah. like, what's well, winning because it has a garage? And it's yeah. cheaper than a lot of other places that don't have it. But I hate this fucking kitchen. Um, and y'all know I love a goddamn kitchen. And you already know I never have a place mm-hmm. to put all my shit because I'm constantly buying kitchen gadgets that I don't even need. No, um, it's the glasses. But glasses. I always seem to come in handy. Constance go- <laughs> Oh, I said, Constance, where you pick up all these oh glasses God. from, girl? Listen, I have so many mugs, it's not even funny. I am thankful that I have a good bit of um, cabinet space for that. I actually have a little bit more than I had in my yeah. previous place. Just get so you I'll like a little cute. I cannot cabinet. not buy more. <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't have a lot of counter space. I do have cabinet space, though. No, I need more pretty, like prettier glasses, and you know, to do my drink videos. I need a nice coupe glass. I need some little tiny, cute, like martini glasses. Um, and then, of course, some of them broke, and I can't just have one. Mm-hmm. That's annoying. Gotta have at least two. Anyway, but that's really my wine. It's so silly. It's petty, and I knew it before I moved in this motherfucker. But boy, I got in here and I was like, "Shit, fire!" I hate this kitchen. So I hate it so much. And apparently, this place is built for someone who. Um, is what do they call it differently abled um can't call it disabled disabled? yeah that disabled oh i don't know can't say handicapped no more but you can say disabled okay so so this is made for a disabled person so the lights are in the weirdest fucking places (laughs) they're in the weirdest car bitch like i can't i cannot like the light is behind the door in the bedroom i'm like I mean, I get it, but like, come on, come the fuck on. My mom was so annoyed about it. She's like, I just don't understand. I said, mother, I have explained this to you like five They hear what times. we tell them. They just don't want to fucking listen. They're kids. They are. S- Raising your Y'all, parents is hard. I'm going to, we're going to have another. It's, it's so much like the way that I look at them like. Okay, I'm finna make this decision if y'all don't stop because I'm tired of this roundabout. I know y'all don't do this when you're alone. Why do you do it when I'm around? We're in fucking Fayetteville. There ain't that many places to eat. It's not It's not Tampa. You are not in Tampa anymore. You don't have that many fucking options. You either go into a chain or you go into some mom and pop in which the health grade is questionable. <laughs> But you go eat that food. You know what I'm saying? Like, not the hell's great. Figure it the fuck out. What the hell? Well, you never know. It's not like it's not edible. You can still eat it, but you just don't know. Some good food. Oh, that's what I'm saying. That's why I'm like, I'm not really worried about it. I'm not going to fucking IHOP. I said there are certain chains that just that are not happening. I ain't going to IHOP. I ain't going to fucking Cheddar's. You don't like Cheddar's? We don't. I've never had a good Cheddar's experience. I hate. I hate that place, and it's, and I and I hate that I hate that place because it, it, from on the menu it looked good, 
And I always get myself hyped up thinking it's maybe like this BJ's time. is too much shit on the menu. Have you went? trash. Have you went to like a different Cheddar's? Like multiple? I went to the one in, in Augusta when it was brand oh. fucking new. And the only thing that was memorable was them damn. It's always the uh, brand. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's it. Like if Ryan <laughs> so could open back about. up in the south and give us some damn rolls. Oh, oh my goodness. Just give me just the rolls. I don't even want the rest of the cookies. That's it. God. And that's and that's why they closed, because that's all they had to offer. I I like my cheddar's experience. I'm glad you mm. like it. Clearly people do because them motherfuckers are still Not open. Cafes no more. But shade. Which hurts me because they had I good like rolls too, seed. didn't they? Fats yeah. had the poppy seed. I love the poppy seed rolls with that honey butter. Mm. So good. I only ate there a couple of times, so I was only there when I was in Orangeburg. Girl, at one point. Applebee's was fine. Right. It was. You're oh my god! Talk about them yes, Applebee's. It used to be the shit. Or them blue motorcycles. I don't about that. Oh yeah. Do you want to wash your wine? We we had good times at Applebee's. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead on. We go on another <laughs> tangent. Cause you know we can go. Gonna <laughs> remember this college oh restaurant. My so my wine is that. I haven't had braids since the beginning of the year. And I got these braids, and I'm ready to fucking take them out. Like, I'm just over them. They're just in my way. How long have you had Since the party. What's wrong with them? Oh, my God, man. That wasn't that long ago. Like, yeah, they're cute. Know, but I'm sick of them. It's just like, you know, when you're natural, when you're a natural like me, like your hair shrivels, mm-hmm. so you really don't have to worry about your hair being on your neck or really being an inconvenience yeah. to you because, oh, like, true. my curls are so tight. Like, you know, yeah, my mm-hmm. hair may be too past my shoulders, but you'll never know because I got a little afro. To sleep with them, right, <sighs> bro? Mm. Like, I can't even use the braid bonnet the one that goes like past like down your no, back because annoying. it's hot yeah, like I, I don't want yeah, that. I hate that and thing. then these braids i don't know for some reason they feel heavy on my head and it's just no position that i like like when i'm sitting on the couch mm-hmm. i have the braids hanging off the back <laughs> oh my gosh like I just hang, I just lift them up and put them on the back of the couch so they can just lift up because I don't like them on my neck. I'm just not interested. And but I paid good money for these braids, and they don't look bad. Yeah, they look wonderful. They look great. But I am ready I'm to take these motherfucking braids. <laughs> Girl, keep them things there for at least two more weeks. <laughs> that was. Right, that costs it's time and money. Bitch. And she went up on the price. Them. I was like, she said Ooh, her price. I was in my head. I was like, how much? I don't think I paid that last time. <sighs> but yeah, I just, I'm just not into it. I'm just ready to take these shits out right now. Well. It's the fact that you gotta find a date. And where the fuck am I going? I ain't going no damn motherfucking way. So what do I need the braids in the first place? You gotta find time to take them out, but then that goes along with what you just said. It's damn. 
So it's not like, a, oh, I should keep my braids in because, oh, I got this plan. Oh, I'm doing this. I'm Maybe doing that. Like, it just justifies what? Yeah. Your anniversary coming up. You ought to be this going somewhere, bitch. The end of next month. October? September? That's Y'all got married in October? September. Oh, damn. September. Bro, it's literally 30 days or 31 days from now. Don't be the one I had with three inches of new growth and the braids held on. (laughs) (laughs) Bitch, I want to be the one with no inches of new growth and my hair ain't no no braids in it. Then what you go and sit down and get them for? I don't know because I had a vision for the party. Well, sweetie. Now you just have a good protective style that you're just going to have to leave alone. But I don't like the protective style because it feels heavy on my head. Well, are you going to flush all that money down the toilet? No, because I ain't got no job. Film some content in it first. And right, then, so leave that shit alone for right now. Yeah. Make it worth your while. Something. Anything. I, I They're so pretty for me. I'm sorry. Yes. I don't. I don't know I what do happened. Like I'm just these. These are the most uncomfortable braids that I've ever had. I don't understand why. I I'm, I'm assuming just, just because I haven't had them in a while. Yeah, and you're fixated on the fact that they're not comfortable. Like if you had other things to prioritize, yeah. you. I just yeah. feel like it's just pulling my head. Well, take it down. There's nowhere that's comfortable. It's pulling my head, and it's on my neck, and it's hot. Well, we hope your time with your braids get better, friend. Yeah. I hope so. A black girl in her hair. A black girl in her hair. May the odds be ever in your face. It's so bad. I I would shake these off. Bitch, we're not doing that. Oh. And don't have no midlife, no (sighs) 30-year crisis over there. So, no. I'm not going to shave them off. But, you know... Why did I do this? Why y'all let me do this? I can already see how that's going to go. EJ, you didn't tell me not to do this. I don't want to hear it. EJ. (laughs) Why? (laughs) And then she's going to be mad. Fuck y'all. Y'all didn't tell me not to do this. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all didn't tell me this shit was so heavy and hot. Where the fuck was y'all when I was in that damn chair getting these damn, making this stupid ass decision? That's how the cycle. We're back. Honey. <laughs> yes, guys. I don't know how this is going to be chopped and screwed, but I mean, I hope you guys enjoyed us coming back since we've been gone for a minute. It's, this was fun. Yeah, it was good to regroup yeah. in. You know, talk with you guys. We haven't really, I mean, talked that much, you know, because we had our own shit going on individually. But so it's been nice Mm -hmm. to converse with you guys. And if you all want to converse with us, you know, you can hit us up on Unestablished Podcast on Instagram. We have a Facebook page. We have a TikTok. I don't know how that's going. But and we also on, (laughs) we also have. I thought TikToks were being banned anyway. No, exactly. You know who knows, girl. girl. But I go on it every now and then. Um, 
but we you can also hit us up by email unestablishedpodcast at gmail.com um please note that unestablished is pivoting and um <laughs> we are gonna be uh is it bi-monthly it's bi-weekly it's bi-weekly yeah we're gonna be bi-weekly for a minute we don't know how long that's gonna be i mean hopefully it's not for too long or we don't know maybe it works out for us we'll see yeah so um every other week we'll be uh downloaded on your devices Mm -hmm. i'm excited about that like the relief that Mm -hmm. that gives yeah. Like, yes, we're going to give y'all this content, but in a way that's beneficial for us, too. Yeah. I mean, you know. Yeah. It gets rough out here in these streets. Sometimes you, you have know, to switch things people. out, no matter how yeah. you want it to, right. to be. Right. We're trying to get some money. <laughs> Literally. We're trying to get some money. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Is there anything else you guys want to add before we get on out of here? No. Okay. Thanks for listening, guys. Yeah, thanks for being with us for 100 episodes. Two years and 100 episodes. We appreciate you guys. Woo! We did it. Okay. Shake them, girl. Shake them up, shake them up, shake them up, shake (laughs) them. Had to shake my shimmy real quick. Cheers. 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 My auntie's so stupid. She just talking about, she said, it's as hot as a spoon in a crack house outside. What? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That's messed up. (laughs) That ain't right. It's horrible, but I almost fell out of this fucking chair. That ain't right. I wouldn't know. I ain't been outside for days. Oh. According to my uh, weather app, she ain't lying. Here go my mama. It sure is. She's so adorable. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, girl, in the family group chat where my grandmama is. Oh, no. <laughs> you know, she know her other daughter. Thank you for joining us this week on Unestablished. Be sure to catch us every week and don't forget to rate, review, and follow us on all podcast platforms. Or if you simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. Until next time, peace and love.